Shane McCullough in the Simple Talk Podcast. This is the inaugural podcast, and frankly, my inaugural podcast that I have ever actually hosted or spoken directly to the audience. Today will be a little unique. There'll be no guests. It'll be the genesis story of the Simple Talk and what that means to me and how that came about. And I'm here in Dallas, Texas recording this. I'm a husband, father, uncle, friend, and businessman. And and the hope to the podcast and what we're going to do over the coming months and years is really try to improve your life. We're going to improve your life. And a lot of that is going to be focusing on the big five in your life, to have guests that shed light into these areas, which is faith, family, friends, finances, and fitness. And what that's always meant to me is those big five things, if we align them, your life is so much better. And so what I do is scour the internet, the world, the reading, the writings to find who are those people that can help you improve in those areas, and then surrounding yourself with the, with the right people for that. And this comes into life where if you take care of your fitness, then everything else begins to fall into life. If you're sick or severely overweight or injured all the time, find solutions to those, and then you will be a better family man. You will be a better friend. Now, this, this podcast is not focused directly on men, by the way. It's really for for all genders, although I will speak to men a lot because I have a belief that men need to stand up a little more, be braver, be stronger, and do things that scare them, as well as to learn to respect themselves and others. And it's a lot that I'll bring into the podcast over the coming months. Simple Talk is the name of the podcast, and there's a Genesis story behind this. And there's a gentleman that really spoke into my life and is opposed to preach or condemn me. He simply talked to me. So I'll tell that backstory of how we got to this point that I would actually 10 years later have a podcast. I went to a local elementary school where my kids go to hear a speaker. The It was a dad's club event for the elementary school, and you're usually expecting bad coffee as well as a bad speaker. 7.30 in the morning, I went out of obligation to the school, and a gentleman who's a friend of mine whose name I can use, Doug Hudson, spoke. And Doug spoke about being a better father and husband, and he really spoke about being present, being consistent, being there, being on time. And, and I, at that point in my life 10 years ago, really needed to hear this message. And I went up to Doug, who I did not know from anyone, and went up to Doug and said, can we go have coffee so we can further elaborate on what you're talking about, and I need to hear your message. And Doug and I sat for two hours at Starbucks, and he really spoke into my life about what it meant to be a better man. And he, he, and what I discovered at the end, and Doug did not preach to me, and he is an ordained pastor. He did not speak to me. He simply spoke. He simply talked to me. Hence the name Simple Talk. And and Doug would say things very straightforward. And, and I'm going to tell you a story. I have to network a lot for my business, as guys do, and a lot of men do, as do women. But he said, look, I don't want you to ever use networking as an excuse to not be around your family, which for me meant maybe going to the bar and having a drink, maybe going to the 19th hole, and then being home 30 to 45 minutes late for dinner. And then my wife, Lizzie, I have the right to use her name as well, Lizzie would say, would get upset, and then I'd get upset because I'm trying to build a business, but she's been at home cooking dinner, and I just didn't understand the disconnect. I frankly had no tools for understanding that. What 
Doug said was, did you have a business lunch today? And I said, yes. And he said, would you ever show up 45, 50 minutes, an hour late to that business lunch? And I said, of course not. And he said, huh, that's, that's interesting. I said, why is that interesting? He said, you're giving your some random business guy more respect than your own wife at your own household, to which I sat there and stared at him and said, that's not fair. But what he did was gave, begin to give me tools. He held a mirror to my face. He held a mirror to my face and just showed me, you know, the behavior is not, you will not win with that behavior. So he began to work on me as a man. And I began to take a step back and say, what am I really doing to improve my life, my family's life? And I got to begin to make decisions that reflect that. And so at that time, I was so touched by the things Doug said. He began a transition in my life that I had about 15, 20 men over to my house, sent out an email to probably 30. Couldn't believe I got 15 gentlemen there. And we and Doug basically gave the same talk he gave at Bradfield to these men, and I called it, I called it the simple talk, which has effectively begun a series. And what we decided to do, and there is some faith-based act aspect to this, but what we decided to do is serve margaritas and have cigars available. So it's not a Bible study or a faith-based initiative in, in the sense of we need to disarm guys and get them to come and open up and then create a relaxed environment. And I couldn't believe that 15 to 20 guys had enough interest, and it was very well received. And a very close friend of mine was, was so moved by it that he opened up his house. He has a large back patio, a large backyard. And we do three to four to five to six of these, what we call the simple talk, which is a meeting at his house. And we'll have 50, 60, 70 gentlemen there. And it, it's been really, it's been really awesome. And what we're trying to do is create transparency in a community. And this goes for everyone, which is a life of, of authenticity is so much better received than a life of, of what we would consider fake. In Dallas, and like any city, that's very prominent. Life would just be easier if people walked around with a sign hanging on their neck that said, I'm depressed. I'm addicted to pornography. I'm broken. But we all keep, you know, a facade of who we want to be. And ultimately, it kills us. And really, the beauty is the world has it backwards. Your your strength is in your weakness. And that's a biblical that's a biblical statement as well. Your strength is in your weakness. The world would say you have to show strength or you are weak. And so what we try to get people to see is that your really your brokenness is a bridge to greatness. Your brokenness is a bridge to God. It, it's not the exact opposite, and so I'm involved in projects that, that pour that out. So it's real important, but it does come back to I tell my clients I'm in the financial services business. I tell them faith, family, friends, fitness, and finances. However you order those is up to you, but we have to try to keep those aligned. We think a lot about with, with, the, with the people I spend time with is, is what's your narrative in your life? And that's a really important thing to think about. A gentleman, Dr. Rob Carmen, who's a very close friend of mine, and one of, I would say one of the more sought-off speakers in America right now and the best storyteller I've ever been around, really pointed out to me that you really need to see what, what's your narrative in your life and who set that. And that means when you're, when you're 5, 6, 7, 10 years old, did somebody speak what I would call negativity or even speak death over you? And they didn't even know they were doing it. But what happens is you carry around that baggage your whole life. 
or were you born into circumstances that created a narrative that was so negative that you had a hard time escaping it till that narrative had the chance to change? And, and you've got to watch who t- speaks into your narrative, right? The first thing that God says in the Bible to Adam and Eve is, who told you? So you have to begin to ask yourself, who told you? Adam and Eve ate from the forbidden tree, and then they just realized that they're sin, that they're naked, and God comes down to the garden, and they both run and hide. And they said, why, why are you hiding? Because I'm naked. And God says, who told you that? So at that time, the devil or Satan had the chance to set the narrative for Adam and Eve, which, of course, began a massive downfall in mankind. So you have to begin to change the narrative. And so, you, of course, as you progress throughout the Bible, that narrative begins to change. So that goes back into our life. If your father speaks negativity or anger or hate or even death over you, then you have to begin to find, how can I change that narrative? Um, there's a, a great story of a young African-American boy that was growing up, and effectively he had nothing, literally nothing. A single mother was raising him, doing everything she could to keep him on the straight and narrow, and failing at that very, very miserably. He would go to school. He was failing most of his school. She would force them into the library, force them to read, stay on him, but it was not having success. He was having violent outbursts. He was in the worst parts of the school system, and he was in the worst parts of the city, effectively with no chance to get out. In third grade, a teacher had the ability had the ability to speak over him and change that. And it may have been third to fifth grade somewhere, and I may have the story off a little bit, but he was in a science class, and a teacher told him, you're really, really intelligent. You are very, very good at science. And he'll go back to that story and say, that was the first time somebody at school outside of home had spoken positive about his academic ability and him as a person. And she drilled in his head that you're good at science, you can do this. And so he latched on to that. And that little boy ends up becoming Ben Carson, who is the only person in the world at the time who had successfully separated, conjoined twins, or what you used to call Siamese twins that were joined by the head. One of the most difficult surgeries in the world, of course, goes on to lead John Hopkins and set his politics aside for a minute to think that he went from where he did in what you would call um, abject poverty all the way to running for the president of the United States because one person changed the narrative in his life, right? So what, what I encourage people to do is really think about what has fed you the way you feel about yourself. And so those are things we're going to address in the show because there's people that can speak to us that can change the, how we think and how we look at the world. And so through, through what I've done um, from, you know, I've, I've challenged myself a lot from, from ultra marathon running to various other, what I'd call extreme events, I've also found what I believe to be the professionals in these areas that can help us become better husbands, wives, aunts, uncles, and, and friends. And so I mean, that's where we are. And what, what I'd like to do, too, is at the end of each show is have leave you with, with several items of interest that can change your life, three to four to five, maybe six things that you could do immediately. And if you do one of them, 
might positively affect who you are or who you're going to become. And that comes from just extensive readings I do throughout the week for work and for life. So I will be continuing to search for, and I listen to a lot of podcasts. A couple of them are Tim Ferriss and Dave Ashbury, who really inspire me, part of the reason I'm even doing this today. But so as, as we begin to close up today, I, I want to I just encourage you that there's a difference between success and being fulfilled. There's a difference between success and significance. And so what we're, what I'd like to encourage people to do is, is you want to end up with a life of significance as well as we need to go from humans being to humans doing. Okay. And it doesn't checking the internet and Facebook and Instagram is not a human being that is a human doing something we need to get out there and do th- i mean that is a human being something we need to get out there and be human being and get involved in the world i do not live a perfect life by the way and i struggle with all these things and i'm not preaching to you i'm just going to give you ideas and thoughts so as we close today there's a gentleman named jocko wilnick who is a retired navy seal commander best-selling author. He's, he's amazing. You can Google and look him up or we can put it in the show notes. But here are the five things that Jocko would tell you that you can do in the next 24 hours that will change your life. And I do almost all these besides one that I'm working on. Wake up early. It's just a fact. Get up early. Get your workout done. Try to wake up early and begin to build your day early. Getting up at 7.30 or 8 or 8.30 and rushing to the door and slamming coffee and jumping the car is not going to work. If you work out, what you need to prepare your gym clothes the night before, which I do every night. I put them out in the bathroom, ready to go. Finish making tomorrow's to-do list before you go to bed. That is hugely important. Get your day set for the next day. Make use of extra short naps. I know that sounds crazy. I've been known to do this for three to seven minutes at my desk and rejuvenate yourself because you're going to get up early. This is going to happen. And then, I hate to say this, but ignore your office's free food, especially during the holidays, right? That's just a setup for failure. It's nice people bring them, but those are five things. Pick one of those if you don't do any of them and do those in the next 24 hours and I think you can change your life. So, Wayne McCullough is going to check out here. I thank you for listening. Look forward to the next month's show when I'll have on a guest. And we'll begin to really dig deeper into what I call the big five and continue the simple talk. Spirit now to rise within. Rain over my car.